morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, welcome to the Sage Sayers. I'm Debbie McCullough, an executive communications coach and a narrative coach from New Zealand, based in the fine state of Wisconsin. Every week, the Sage Sayers explores tips and strategies for executive communications, and we listen to stories from interesting individuals from all over the globe on the gifts, the opportunities, and the knowledge from everyday setbacks and challenges. In this week's podcast, I'm sharing my own story of how a challenging situation turned not only into a gift, an opportunity, but also profound knowledge that I'm using every day since. Specifically, I learned that everyday mindfulness, meaning getting out of my mind and into my body, isn't a luxury, it's a necessity for my happiness, my performance, and my efficiency as well. I learned this point firsthand during the height of COVID-19. It was March 2020, here in the state of Wisconsin. Like millions of children across the country, my children were quarantined, homeschooling from home. My husband also had to stop going to the office and was working from home, and my local library, from where I often worked, was closed also. Meanwhile, my business had taken off. And that morning, as I set about doing my work upstairs while my children got about on their lessons, I read a client email. He'd requested a statement of work outlining our conversation from three days earlier, outlining the deliverable, specifics on the actual workshop I was going to conduct for his team, and the agreed rate as well. All might have been well, however, word had crashed on my laptop. Normally I'd go to the library to use the library computers, but those were closed. The other problem was that I didn't know how to create a statement of work. In the past, my bosses had written up these for me. I started to get quite anxious as I tried to problem solve and found nothing online with the information I was seeking. I did not think a Google Doc would look professional, so I started to get really anxious. About an hour later, I heard rumbling downstairs. My son, who has ADHD, was fighting with my husband, and now he was completely getting frustrated that he couldn't pass his exam. I came downstairs very anxious and then tried to help my son, who was still very, very troubled. I also became increasingly troubled and ultimately lost it. I felt terribly anxious on how I was going to build my business while my children were homeschooling, how I could possibly help my son when I'm not a sixth grade teacher, and how we were all going to fare during this awful pandemic. I got so wound up, I started screaming with my son and I cried as well. But then the shift started to happen. I asked my sons for his grace, and I granted myself permission to take a break. From outside on the deck, I started to do PQ reps. There's all different ways you can conduct mindfulness, but my favorite way is to use PQ reps, where you use one sense at a time, 
to ground yourself and get out of your mind and into your body. PQ reps I've learned from Positive Intelligence, a program in which I'm certifying as a coach. On this day, I use the sense of sound. I closed my eyes and listened for the gentle wind in the trees. The gentle wind and the rustling of the leaves transported me back to my childhood farm. I felt a sense of peace come over me. I felt a sense of calm. Within 15 minutes, I also found profound shifts from anger, anxiety, worry, to love, compassion, empathy for myself and my family, and a sense of knowing it was going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. From this grounded, calm and knowing place, I returned to help my son. And that's when even more profound shifts revealed themselves. In the height of my anxiety earlier that day, my inner judge had told me the lie that this task of helping my child with his exams was going to take an hour, easily taking me away from any productivity of my own work. My inner judge had also told me my work and my help wasn't going to help my son anyway. There was nothing I could do. Coming back to this task from this place of mindfulness and knowing called the bluff of both those lies. The task of helping my son with his exam, which really just required ensuring he understood each prompt that the exam asked of him, took 10 minutes versus an hour. And the other lie that my help wasn't going to help was also completely false. My help hugely helped my son that day. We shifted his score from 69% to 92. Going upstairs to return to my earlier work, again, more shifts occurred. My inner judge had told me that this task would take forever. But when I took a moment to reread the email, I realized to my joy and surprise that my client had never asked me to create a statement of work. In rereading the very same email that had generated my meltdown earlier, I realized he had written, whatever I put into this email constitutes a statement of work. So what did I learn about myself that day? And how can you take this insight into your day? I learned that mindfulness is a gift. Mindfulness is free, but mindfulness is also a performance tool. When we take a moment to ground and get out of our mind and into our body, we improve our efficiency. We can call the bluff of our judges lies. We can shift ourselves from a state of panic to calm and harmony. And we can completely transform how we view our situation. So when able, take a break for mindfulness. Not only will you perform better, you'll feel more harmonious, more calm, more centered, 
more capable and more loving too. Thanks for listening to this week's Sage Sayers podcast. I'm Debbie McCullough. If you'd like to learn more about positive intelligence, please visit the website positiveintelligence.com. Thanks to my producer, Joe Wilder, for the edits this week. And if you'd like to visit my website, check out hangingrockcoaching.com for my coaching and my training services. Take good care and speak with you again soon. Bye.